Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So 2020, we've been talking about empowerment and every month has had a theme based on the word empowerment. And what a raucous year we've had so far. We're a little over halfway through. And so for this month, the theme is momentum. Can you feel it? Momentum, it's the speed or impetus moving from the moment or it's the course of events. And we certainly have been going through a course, an obstacle course, an inner awareness course, uh, if you want, of events. And the events are the things that we think define us. But in this month, I think you'll find that the guests that I have are going to give you some really good skill sets and tools so that you can keep your momentum going through the rest of 2020. So enjoy the show. So welcome today to Empowering Chats, yet another show. And um, before I introduce my guest today, and I'm really excited, I think we're going to have a rock and roll in time today. Um, I want to remind everybody, now is the time to get my book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book. If you are still home alone, <laughs> this is the time to do this book. It's an interactive workbook with my uh, website, and uh, it'll help you kind of get rid of whatever the old gunk is in your mind and help you kind of begin to refocus on who you really are and how you want to show up in the word world. And within the book, there's a whole couple of exercises designed on how to develop your purpose and then steps to take so that you can follow your purpose. And isn't that good? And I also have inspiring uh, cards, uh, affirmations and that I wrote myself while I was going through this journey of learning how to live an empowered life because everything in this book is stuff I actually worked myself. I lived it, I worked it, and so I know that it can work for you. But my cards are grab and goes. You can just pull one, stick it in your pocket, and get on with your day and pull it out every once in a while and remind yourself of what it is you chose to focus on today. So with that said, I have a, a really fun and funny and lovely woman who is joining me today. Her name is Robin Roberts. Robin, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you. I'm delighted to be here, Susan. Thanks. I'm so excited to have you. Okay. So, so Robin is a hypnotherapist, um, but you, you also, Robin, did like a comedy, stand-up comedy for hypnotherapy, which is actually part of uh, what I get is you got a really big funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yes, I do a comedy hypnosis show and I do it and it's funny because our minds are really funny. That's why it's funny. Um, 
I do it to show people how powerful they are, how powerful their minds are. And, and they don't even know they're learning that. And they're laughing the whole time. And that is, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet it's a lot of fun. So let's talk about the power of the mind. How, because this is who and what you do. So let's talk a bit about that. Yes, the mind powers everything. And some people, uh, I certainly was not raised to believe that. I was raised that this is, these are the rules and this is how it goes and this is what your life is going to be. And when I was 25, I went to my first uh, personal development seminar and whoa, are you kidding me? I, it, was, it was a game changer and it took me quite longer to become a hypnotist, but the point is that I suddenly knew that I was more in control than I'd been given an inkling of. And when that happens, oh, oh no, now, now the world is open. Okay, so, uh, so let's, let's tap on that because um, uh, when you say the mind powers everything, it, the mind doesn't necessarily control everything, right? No, what I mean is this. You have a thought which creates an emotion, a reaction, and you take action. So every action you take, now back it up, every action you take comes from that emotion, which came from the thought, which came from your mind. And if, if, um, if everything was equal, then you and I would respond the same way to everything. But my mind thinks about uh, driving in traffic differently than your mind thinks about driving in traffic. I have different reactions. I have different actions that I take. Maybe I avoid traffic as much as possible, and maybe it doesn't bother you. So that's when I'm saying the mind controls everything because my actions are coming from what I think, what I believe, and then how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're actually recording during the time of the coronavirus and um, the mind, if the mind does control things, right? If the, or if the mind does power things, yes. then if somebody is, okay, so it's not, I don't know that it's which came first, the chicken or the egg. Do you have the thought and then you have the emotion or do you have the emotion that creates the thought? Sometimes they're interchangeable to me. And right now we're witnessing so many people in fear and then the fear is causing them to stay at home. And then the fear is also causing them to decide that they're also in charge of their neighbors and what their neighbors are choosing to do or not do, like not stay at home, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, I would say to you that the thought comes first. The thought is what's creating the fear. The thought is, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Oh my gosh, I I might catch the virus. But the thought is also, oh my gosh, I get a break. Now I have a moment to breathe. I was running on the the hamster wheel and now I have a moment to breathe. So you see what you think that that is what's powering the feeling, the, the fear or the, 
or the excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It, it, it's an exciting time. Chaos, right? Chaos means we have potential to make new choices. And Lordy, there are some new choices I would love to make in my life. How about- <laughs> I know. Yes. There. Yes. And so then here's the other thing about the emotion. If it's a, if, so I, I, you know, this part of um, what I teach and I, I understand that you're teaching your clients is um, it, the emotion will drive you to an action or a reaction according to how uh, intense that emotion is, right? So like if, we're, if we have a thought of, um, of uh, I want a relationship, let's say. This is a bad example, Robin. Help me out here when you can. <laughs> okay. and, and, then, and then you have an experience, the emotion within you is love, right? If, if the love is like overwhelming you, it causes different reactions and actions and manifestations than if it's just a, if it's just a mild case, right? If it's just, because what I've noticed in my life is I, if, I, if I, I have fear right now, I think a lot of people do, I watch it. I'm, I notice it. I attempt to um, converse with it daily. And, and then I also uh, give it a backseat because I don't want it to create an action or a reaction or a manifestation in my life because, out of fear. You know, the thought is like for me currently, Robin, I'm just straight up here that yeah. I have 86 year old parents when they talk to me daily, they're so scared out of their friggin' mind that they're going to get the virus and die. Okay. I'm sorry. They're 86 and you know, my mom's 94. Right. So there's just at some point they're getting close to that edge anyway, but the fear is compromising their immune systems and, and and it just runs rampant. And so when I talk to them, I have to do like a mental and emotional cleanse of my being because their fear downloads and this is true for everybody i think that the fear will download as a barb in your heart and in your mind and then you're operating under somebody else's fear sometimes yes if you let it in when when i work with someone um i actually put a little plexiglass wall between me and so I can hear them I can see them I can love them but whatever that thing is can't get to me and I and I actually use that I've taught my clients that I find it really helpful um so that I can very smart that's really smart I mean I can be with you but I don't have to be bought into um oh yeah it's right here (laughs) and so that I find that helpful, mm-hmm. uh, but I, the thought there was something you said about the the thought and I, that whole thought of a relationship. Yeah, piece, you see, it's not just the thought of I want a relationship, but there's this whole sub dialogue that's going on or monologue, as the case may be, that's going on that says, you know, I'm not really good at that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you know, is this going to be just like when I met so and so? And oh my. And, and if that's the sub dialogue, well, yeah, you're, you're getting all the wrong stuff out there. Whereas the other piece might be, I'm ready for a relationship. 
wow, I've done a lot of growing. I know things can be different. I certainly know what to look for. And people, if you're looking for a relationship, write the list. Don't keep it in your head. Write it down. Put it on the wall. Okay. Add to it. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing, we're recording this. So I'm pointing <laughs> at Robin as she's saying this because that is, abs- that's, that's absolutely true. And it's not, you don't, so that's what I did when I was coming out of divorce, at, you know, when I finally I could see there was that end of the tunnel of horribleness. Um, I thought, well, you know, I'm halfway through life. I do want another relationship. Hmm. What would that look like? What would that exactly like? specifically? Right. Not, not a nice person. I mean, I've got the height and the this and the that, and he matches. I'm just saying. I uh-huh. don't know, but he met, ma- you know, I wrote the funniest thing. I said, I want someone who I can cherish, who will cherish me. Why is and, that funny? Well, when I wrote it, I went, cherish? Are you kidding me? Really? Not as I'm looking on match.com, not really finding a lot of cherishing going on there, you know? Um, so I thought it was a very old fashioned word, but it! I put it on there. I put it up there. And this lovely man in my life, he embodies the word cherish. He does. I'm going to get all the clint. He, That's okay. <laughs> he, he cherishes me and I cherish him. And I wouldn't have thought that uh, many years ago. Well, not that many years ago, <laughs> nine years ago when I got divorced. So, but I, people constantly, and okay, I don't care if it's the relationship or the weight or the smoking or the drinking or the, I want to climb Mount Everest or whatever it might be. People always tell me about these great lists in their head. Uh Yeah. Stop it. It, it, You think, you know it, but you know what? It just keeps getting interrupted by everything else that's going on in your head. So write it down. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because now you and I have a slightly different take on this, I think, because I I did write some of mine down. But I for me, I find. okay, so I was like a goal setter in my 20s. I okay. here's the thing. In my 20s, I was pursuing acting and they said, you make a list and you write it down and you visualize on it every day. Well, I wanted to be a soap opera star visualized it, worked on it. I was finding that I was going out on a lot of soap opera interviews, you know, for main characters. I was like, oh good, it's happening, it's happening. And then I realized most of those uh, soap operas were in New York. And I'm a Southern California girl. And I was like, yeah, but that's my goal. I want it, I want it, I'm going for it, I'm going for it. And the, (laughs) the thought, Robin, right? The thought within was I didn't want to move. I, and I didn't know this, right? Yeah. Until I, I could never get arrested. You know, I didn't get the gigs because the thought inside me stopped me because that thought was I didn't want to live across country from my family. Right. And you, I, didn't, you weren't even aware of it. No, I wasn't aware of it. And so I, I assumed that I was a failure at getting a gig as a soap opera star, you know, for, for years. It was... Uh, I was going to say a bad word, but anyway, it was, it was that. It was a while. It was caca. And uh, that's not a bad word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so for me now, out of that learning, for me personally, I try to be uh, 
specific enough with what I call um, mar- guides, you know, yes. uh, like markers that get my attention. But I try not to be so specific, right? So the the man that I am, I just love and adore. He's like, he is the light of my life. The top of my list was kindness. Mm. Nice. Kindness. Nice. And and there was a whole bunch. There was a whole bunch of other things, but uh, you know, to singing and and loving to dance and loving to travel and loved history and art and all this. He's got all those, but also what was on my list was a full head of hair. <laughs> hey, you know, if you really know, uh, and to all you bald guys out there, it's okay. <laughs> if you really know that that's that that is what you need, then I think it's okay to put it on the list. But I do get what you say. You know, you don't need to go, I mean, I've got everything, but it's a dress universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't need to do that. Right. Um, because this is how important. it activates the unseen side, right? We make our list. Right. It isn't a goal. It is no. just a loosely held list that you continue to put positive energy in. And then the, the universe picks it up and goes, oh, they want this. Well, yeah. let me see what I can do. And all these other components that we can't know about. Wouldn't imagine. Wouldn't have uh-huh. guessed. There's, right. you know, the, the person coming towards you, they have other stuff in their life that has to be removed or done, done with or completed or whatever for them to move towards you and you towards them. And you can't just say, well, I'm free. Where's the guy? <laughs> it's interesting. Correct. Yes. You, you, you. Set your intention, you put it out there, and then you let the universe do its work. Yeah. Which doesn't mean you sit at home, right? You have to go open the doors. You have to go be available. In the end, I met my sweetheart uh, at a chamber function, a chamber of commerce function. I made sure people had name tags. And I was like, hey, do you have a name tag? <laughs> and that's how we met. So, and I, you know, wouldn't have guessed it. Had been working in the chamber um, volunteering as a business owner for two years plus. And he just showed up one day. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, let go of some of the control, people. Let go of some well, of the control. And that's, that's also what we're living through right now is letting go of control. Yes. If you're not going to do it on your own, I will make you do it, says yes. the universe. That's right way it takes. Absolutely. So then Robin, in hypnotherapy, is that part of what you work on is helping people let go of the control, whatever they're, they're holding so tightly to, uh, if it's an addiction or. Well, here's a real fundamental, you know, like very simplistic. Uh, we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, and it's the subconscious mind that runs the show period. The end People sometimes want to debate that, but it's the subconscious that runs the show. And the subconscious has one overarching uh, job, and it is protection of the organism. So it is going to make decisions whether you consciously uh, want to do that or not. So when someone comes to me and says, hey, I know I shouldn't smoke. Smoking is very unhealthy. And you're like, yeah, that and, you know, 395 will get you a tall at Starbucks, right? Um, <laughs> you've, it's the subconscious mind. You've, you've consciously said, I don't want to do this behavior anymore. But we have to go in and talk to the subconscious mind because 
it's actually choosing this behavior for some kind of a reason that it believes serves you. Okay. And it is, uh, it is not logical and it is not linear. It is literal. So if you're uptight and you have a cigarette to calm you down, then it is going to keep you smoking cigarettes because that's how you calm down. Got it. So we have to teach the subconscious mind a different way. We have to, and it only thinks in pictures. So here's a picture of you and how you cope with this situation or that situation or what you do after a meal and look at how that looks. And it's all different from what you've uh, been practicing. But you've got to get the underlying thought of, oh, this, this calms me down. Because it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, in fact, in the case of smoking, nicotine is a stimulant. It calms nothing down. But people are calm. Why? Because their mind is that powerful. Their mind overrides the nicotine and oh. calms them down. So that is why the mind powers everything. And you've got to get to that root thought and, and make that thought work with what you're choosing consciously to do. Mm-hmm. And so what about the emotion in there? It, so, so do you also uncover the emotion that's tied to that thought that keeps it linked? Yes, uh, for sure. Uh, one example I love to tell about, I had this lovely woman who came to me to stop smoking and I'm, smoking's an easy one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, when she was 15, her brother had turned around. He was driving the car, handed her a cigarette and said, here, have a cigarette. And for her, <gasps> that was emotional. That was the badge of honor. She was now, you know, a grown up and she had her brother's seal of approval. And when we went into hypnosis, the brother turned around and said, you don't have to do that anymore. You are wow. amazing as you are. And it took care of that emotion, that need for gratification, for affirmation. We had her affirmed by him, but not with the cigarette. And she never smoked again. Wow. That's very powerful. It, it, it absolutely is. And that's the... The subconscious mind just needed a different understanding. It needed to see a different picture. Well, it saw the same picture of the brother handing it to her, but with, but instead of it, he was basically handing her, her her adult card, if you will, you know, without the cigarette. And uh, so we just changed, we reframed the picture for uh-huh. her. Yeah. Uh huh. So that does that happen often? Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Because you said, you know, they, she was affirmed and she was looking for that um, affirmation right. of, you know, that she's good, she's okay or whatever. Does that seem to be an underlying cause or a, emotion for many people wanting to be, like wanting to be seen and heard? Okay, I'm not, it has nothing to do with me. I'm just like seeing it. <laughs> I have, don't have that going on. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Um, you know that we all need it. Right. That's we all need to be affirmed. We all need and and for you know it comes in different ways to different people. For me, literally, it's an affirmation of you're doing a great job. Oh my gosh, I value you so much. That's important to me. For other people, it's a hug. For other people, it's a how can I help you? Um, for other people, you know, it's the, the whole five love languages thing, right? right? But it all affirms us. It all says, oh my gosh, you're here. I see you. I recognize you. I know you. And I 
value you. And that's that, you know what, if you, to me, if you uh, boiled it down, we all just want to be valued. Yeah, I agree. We get there in terrible ways and in fabulous ways. Yeah. But it, it pushes us. Yes, it does. And it, that need to feel valued. And, I, and it's true for any human being, male or female, um, because, you know, and that, and I've often shared this story on my show, but that when I came, when I was going through divorce, I realized I didn't know, didn't know who I was, didn't love myself, thought nobody would ever love me. And, um, I, you know, and I was like, wow, where did my esteem go? And I had to rebuild myself from the inside out and learn how to love myself and respect myself. And um, and that can be tough because uh, that's not really what we were taught. Well, no, no. We modesty, modesty, my dear. Right. Modesty, especially yes. women, right? Yes, yes. And Men didn't have to be so modest. Not, not so much, but, but if you start affirming yourself, if you start saying, I, you know what? I'm pretty dang okay. I... I am worthy of being cherished. I, I am pretty funny. I uh, have a great outlook and people like that outlook in terms of their attracted to positivity. And, and all of a sudden you feel good about you. Mm-hmm. And then it's nice to have the affirmation from the outside world. We all like that. But when you have it coming from the inside, you're in a stronger position for sure. Yes. And part of why I think that is, Robin, is because then you come into that inner sanctum of your heart that is your soul that really has been sitting there the whole time going, by. I'm so glad you finally showed up. Hello. Right? Hello. Hello. <laughs> knock, yeah. knock, knock. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think that when you feel that you are one with creation, one with your creator, one with your fellow humans, one with your fellow critters and, and everything wow, how can I think I'm not okay? Right. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people, I certainly wasn't brought up that way. I love, I love my mom and, and, and she did the best she could just as I have done the best I could. And I'm waiting to hear from my kids, you know, where I screwed up. I'm, I'm ready for that. Um, but we're all learning. I mean, really, truly, this is such a shift on the axis, this whole situation that we're in right now. And it's like, People, grab the permission to look at things differently. Grab the permission to say, wow, I am more in control of um, what's going on than, than I thought I was. Right. And that's, that is the power of the mind. Yes. By, yes. Using, by becoming aware that your mind fuels your emotions, and then that creates either chaos or clarity, um, then you can't, that's a, that is a way that you can quote unquote control what's happening seemingly, seemingly to you. You know, I use that word seemingly a lot. Yes. And that is uh, this whole idea that stuff happens to you. Well, okay. It does. I mean, it does. Yeah. But the only thing that really matters is how you choose to respond. And if you were brought up to respond of, um, uh, this happens and you always get angry about it Mm -hmm. and you don't think about it, then you do. Uh, And what I work with people on is to go, wait a minute, 
wait, 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 wait. I don't have to be angry about that. I mean, my mom said that should make you angry. And it's really interesting. Just the whole divorce thing. Like I, I got to the point where I'm like, wow, you know, we had 21 years and, and life was good and I value him and he values me, but we're not. And my mother's like, <laughs> and there was so much pressure to be angry and mad and furious, oh, yeah. I mean, which is not to say I didn't have angry, mad moments, mm-hmm. but there's so much pressure to respond in a certain way. And people, we don't have to have that anymore. We don't right. have to have it. It is hard when it comes from an authority figure, you know, there's, there is a feeling of, well, maybe they know something I don't know or something like that, but that's what this time is all about is for each and every individual to find their own inner authority because the, the wisdom and the peace that you might be seeking, the love that you're seeking the creativity, the clarity all resides within you. And all you need to do is go within you and you can find it. You have to clear the junk out first, like Robin's saying, you know, you have to be aware of what those thoughts are that might be fueling the emotions that are causing you to react in a different way. But yeah, you don't need to allow anyone to have authority over you, but you. Right. Right. You, you can take the thought, which actually most people are having the emotion and they don't know what the thought is. I mean, if you ever think about this, why are you so mad when that person cut you off? Because logically they don't even know you exist, right? They, for whatever reason, they're late or they're mad or what. And, and I really sat back one day and I went, Oh, I know why I'm mad. I'm mad because that says, you are in my way. You are less than anything. Mm-hmm. I disrespect you and your being here. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why do I care if he respects me or not? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's really nice if we all respect each other, you know. But why should I get upset because I think he doesn't respect me? Because it's not important. It's, it's right. not important. So in other words, I get to now pivot and go, sir or ma'am. Who just cut me off. I bless you and send you on your way. Please be safe. Don't let anything happen. Make a little bubble around your car so that as you're cutting in and out, you're safe. And I hope things work out for you. And, and wow, I feel so much better. And now I'm like, Hey, well, I got my lesson for the day or for the hour anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So what you just described is a pivot. You yep. just described a pivot, Robin. You're so brilliant. Yes, oh, so Robin, <laughs> Robin has something uh, she'd like to offer our listeners and it's called Pivot Faster. So just share yes. a brief, uh, how they get that and, and what it is. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, I have a, a cheat sheet, right? Cheat sheets are always good. And it's the five steps to pivoting from where you're at and really figuring out because the It's all in that thought, that underlying thought. That is the little stinker in there. What is that underlying thought? And how can you take it and take the event and think about it in a different way? And there's five steps. One is figuring out what sparked this. Because it's not always an event. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're in a bad place. And then, well, so why? So really digging in and then figuring out, okay, well, 
if that's if that made me unhappy, what would have made me more unhappy? I know this sounds a little counter, counterintuitive, but what would have made me more unhappy? Because what that does is it gives you some relativity. Okay. Like, like, okay, the person cut me off in traffic, but what would have really been a problem is if he'd hit me. That that would have been a problem. And so now I can start moving into gratitude. So what's the good thing about the bad thing? And the good thing is he didn't hit me. The good thing is he's he's moving forward and I blessed him. So hopefully that'll keep him safe. I'm safe. And now you know what it is? It's like, maybe I should get a commendation for my excellent driving skills. And you can kind of take it to a place where you start laughing about it, where you have a, a certain um, sense of humor, a certain absurdity. And now you're laughing because you got cut off in traffic. How would that change the vibe that you are putting out there? Because if people just don't know the vibes they're putting out there. And, and so to take it from to, oh my gosh, this is actually funny, changes your life, changes your life. I, I think it's so excellent that you ended up, that your, your whole pivot faster thing ends on humor because you certainly are just a, a glorious light of humor. You really are. So Robin, tell everybody where they go to get the pivot faster okay. and what your website is. Sure. Uh, the Pivot Faster you can find at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Pivot Faster. And it'll take you right to that page. And of course, you have to do the sign-in thing, right? Because we've got to give a, a little blessing there and make sure we're not sending any any scam stuff, um, junk mail, you know what I'm saying. Um, my, my full website is rr, as in Robin Roberts, rrthemindpowers.com. And Robin, and do, you, there. do you do, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you do um, non-local, meaning virtual uh, sessions? And who doesn't anymore? Right. <laughs> um, I did before, which is always interesting because people like, wait, you can put me in hypnosis over the internet. It's like the internet puts you in hypnosis all the time. It's like having an assistant. Um, but yes, I'm doing a workshop for the pivot faster and there's information on that on the page where you get the PDF. Uh, So you can, and it's an online, a zoom workshop where we are that way you get a chance to actually ask about your you know, what happened to you? I mean, the cheat sheet's great, but what happened to you? And how can I, how can I make this good? Because I can't see anything good in it. And you know, that's, sometimes you're in your own forest and you just can't see yep. the, the trees for the forest. That's right. um, and then of course, if somebody wants to work with me one-on-one, I, I love that. I love working with people. Yeah. So. So Robin, thanks for joining me. I just, you know, I, before we started recording, Robin and I were talking and I, I was looking for a particular quote. And I, I couldn't find it. And then I looked down at the cards, my inspirational cards I pulled today. <laughs> and uh-huh. here's the quote. And this card has come up a lot for me. It just, I, you know, and I swear it's not stuck to the other cards. I shuffle the darn things. I shuffle them. And this card comes up often. So I'm just going to read this before we end. Nice. Today you are to identify yourself with a more abundant life. To think on those things which make for peace to dwell on the unity which underlines everything. And that's by my mentor, Ernest Holmes. So Robin, thanks again for today. Thanks again for being exactly who you are. Thank you. I love, I love your funny bone tremendously. <laughs> and I love the work that you're doing. 
And so I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanborell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.